Wouldn't it be great if Christians could talk about the Bible and various issues without fighting or arguing or name-calling? Imagine if we could just sit down, have a cup of coffee, discuss, and even if we disagree, treat each other with respect. That's what this podcast is all about. Kind, loving, Christian conversations. It's not a sermon or a Bible class. It's just followers of Jesus talking about life and faith. I hope this show encourages you to have conversations like this with people in your life. I'm Wes McAdams, and I want to welcome you to the Crosstalk Podcast. Perhaps you're a Bible class teacher, you know a Bible class teacher, or you're a student in a Bible class. If so, you probably are already aware that visuals like pictures and video can be helpful tools for teaching Scripture. Today, I'd like to invite you to listen to a conversation that I had with my friends Stuart Peck and Justin Dobbs from Appian Media about the resources they're creating to help Bible class teachers be more effective. Whether you're a teacher or a student, I think you'll benefit from this conversation. Yeah, so we, um, when we started Appian Media, my background has kind of traditionally been in um, big commercial productions and then reality TV. Um, and so I kind of came at it from that perspective, from the idea of like, okay, when we make a project, um, it needs to look really nice uh, and it needs to have a storyline which of course the Bible does. Um, and, and so I'm drawing from this, this idea of, of, of TV and, and commercials and, um, and taking that and using that for uh, all the stuff that we do for Appian Media. So That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and Justin, I, I know your background isn't video, uh, but why don't you share with us your background and then maybe even how you got associated with and started working with Appian? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so kind of a, a bit of a tangle here, but my background as far as any formal training, uh, I currently work as a full-time evangelist with a church in Newcastle, Indiana. Uh, I'm from Alabama, though, and my, I guess my career choice initially was to uh, teach English. And so, you know, Stu was talking about storyline, uh, language arts, and literature. That's just uh, story is such an important part of, I think, the way that we identify ourselves and our environment, we relate to people. Uh, we we love. We're made to love stories. I think, and that's the way God relates so much to us through the Bible. Um, but I, I transitioned into preaching, and I've been doing that for over a decade. And you know how I got into Appian Media. Uh, you know, Craig and Jeremy D. Hutt are actually my brothers-in-law. So um, we got to talking a lot about this. And, you know, when we get together as a family, we talk about talk about God, we talk about the Bible, and we talk about how to communicate that with people. And, uh, you know, they know some of my skill sets with literature and uh, just written communication through my training. And so they got me on board with helping out some things with Following the Messiah uh, Part 2, uh, that second series. And then I was able to help this last time with actually writing study guides for Searching for a King. They're the, they're the free videos that are available online. But additionally, there are a lot of good uh, written resources that we try to make available to people. And so that's another way for us to sort of expand our ability to try to, try to help people relate to the Bible more. Yeah, and I I love what Appian Media does so very much. Everybody that listens to this podcast or reads my blog knows that that I love what you guys yeah. do. And and one of the things, I mean, my family loved uh, following the Messiah, and then and then we we really loved uh, searching for a king. And and one of the things that I noticed 
was you, you guys both talked about story and telling a story. Yes. Um, I loved how this second series, how it, it was the, the first series seemed to be each episode was kind of standalone for, you know, to some extent. Uh, but then in the second series, it was this entire narrative that that followed, you know, it was like this documentary and you were following this story and, and searching for And it was just it was perfect. It was awesome. And I, I love the way that um, you used the video both in the words and in the visuals uh, that were being portrayed so that the audience, you really felt like you were going with uh, Barry and Jeremy. You know, you felt like you were there with them and that you were on this journey uh, with them. And I know that takes an incredible amount of foresight and planning and editing uh, to make that, uh, that story come to life. But man, you guys just do a fantastic job at that. Well, thank you. So speaking of video, and I, and I think that, you know, there are all different kinds of mediums that we have now, you know, obviously we're, you know, doing a podcast uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and, and, and we will probably get into talking some about that later in the, in this episode, but, but video is so powerful. And so just speak to that if you would, especially Stu with your background, why do you feel like uh, video is such a, a good medium for, uh, teaching specifically the Bible and communicating these stories and and the gospel itself. Yeah, I think um, you know we all sitting here uh, we have those favorite movies of ours, uh, those favorite TV shows, something that really uh, moves us, and that's what the video has the power to do. Is it has the power to to move people um, through good storytelling and through powerful visuals and. You know, when you take something like the Bible, uh, which is already uh, an amazing, powerful story of uh, of love and sacrifice, and then you pair that with uh, really stunning visuals, uh, it has the ability to take somebody uh, from the pages of God's Word to places around the world uh, and show them things that uh, they they may not be able to see as they're just reading words on a page and. Uh, that's what we've discovered already just with the first uh, two series that we've created was that uh, people are constantly saying, oh, I had no idea it looked like that, or I didn't picture it that way. And, you know, I, the, the best story I have is uh, a woman who was a Christian or has been a Christian for, oh, probably 40 plus years who watched episode one of Following the Messiah and says, I, I didn't know that Jesus wasn't born in a barn, that he was born in something that looked more like a cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, it changed my whole perspective. And then the next day I saw her at services and she said, when I was thinking about uh, the Lord's Supper um, and you know Jesus's humble birth, uh, my, my, my visual image was completely different than it was the previous 40 plus years. And I'm like, that's, that's a powerful statement. And that's because of a powerful visual that uh, this woman... Uh, has has received, and so I think that uh, when you start talking about video uh, and, and what it's able to do, it's able to transport somebody from where they're sitting, uh, you know, in Texas or Indiana or wherever, uh, to places all over the world uh, to show them things. 
Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And, and, and the, the series, both of the series that you guys have put out has done the same for me and for my family. And so I'm incredibly thankful for that and the way that, uh, that you use it to communicate the truth so that it, it touches your mind and helps you to realize things you might not have realized before, but also, like you said, the emotion. And sometimes I don't think that we, maybe give emotion its due. You know, God created us as emotional beings mm-hmm. and and he intends for our hearts to be touched uh, by this story. And and I think uh, video is such a, a powerful tool that can be used. It, it can be manipulated for sure. And there are a lot of people that use uh, video to to play on our emotions or make us feel certain things about certain uh, or for, feel certain ways about certain things um, that are not true, but mm-hmm. to take the truth and to package it uh, using video so that it touches our mind and our heart um, is such a such a powerful thing. And Justin, I mean, I I'm thinking about from your perspective and in maybe writing some of the words and you know and crafting some of those things and then seeing those things get you know, lived out on the screen. Um, how has, what's your perspective on, on video as a medium for communicating this truth? Um, yeah, I think, uh, a lot of that is, um, a lot of what I get to do is, uh, almost after the fact. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's been interesting working on what is going to be our next project, God willing, and what's been our previous project, uh, in helping to write for searching for a king, I was kind of along for the ride with the audience just just beforehand in helping to uh, write material about the videos that are about the Bible. And so now I'm responding to emotionally what all is going on, uh, like you're saying. But uh, no, I think what what we're all trying to do with the video or with the study guides is we're trying to get people back to the Bible and see it with uh, a fresh set of eyes with a new appreciation for things we didn't notice before, like, like Stu's story about uh, where Jesus is born. But, you know, what you said, Wes, is I think just spot on. Uh, there's information, there is, there are facts, there's geographical truths that we need, you know, archaeological pieces that we put together, but God does speak to our emotions. And so when we write uh, these study guides, it's not just, okay, let's dig deeper into the information. Uh, both Jeremy and Barry and I, all of us are trying to make application to get to our hearts uh, because we, our, our job is to help move people from where we are to where we need to be. And, and God engages the heart with that. He's, he's looking to engage our emotions. So um, I think you're right. We can, we can be manipulative with that. But if it's an opportunity to sort of recalibrate our heart and reconfigure our emotions according to truth, then that's an opportunity we want to take however we can. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I keep thinking, I don't want, I'm sure nobody will misunderstand what we're saying. Um, obviously, video isn't a necessity, you know, for teaching the right. Bible because right. for, for, you know, 2000 years uh, and even before that, uh, God's people have been teaching scripture to the next generation and to one another without that tool. Uh, but if we have that tool, I think we ought to use it. Uh, but it's a supplement, you know, it's, we, we, we are teaching and preaching and presenting these 
these facts and these words from the scriptures, uh, but then we're using this this tool of video as a supplement to what we're doing. So if somebody, you know, speak, if you would, uh, guys, to um, somebody that's teaching a Bible class, uh, maybe they're teaching adults or maybe they're teaching teens or maybe even younger kids, um, how might uh, they use and implement uh, mm-hmm. video, whether it's yours or, or, or other video, into into their class, into what they're already doing? How might, how might be some practical ways to do that? Yeah, and I, I definitely uh, agree with you that it's not just our videos. There's other great uh, video resources out there that help uh, explain the Bible. And, and I really just encourage people to, um, when they're studying for a class as a teacher, uh, to look for those resources uh, which, of course, requires them to look beyond maybe the lesson book that they have in front of them, but uh, to search uh, places like YouTube uh, or Vimeo and, and find uh, those kinds of resources um, because they're out there and, and find ways to incorporate them into the class um, because they, they are engaging. And, and I know that uh, I've seen students when I've taught classes using video, uh, students of all age levels, to be honest, uh, who you know, maybe aren't as engaged when they're listening to a teacher uh, lecture to them. And then all of a sudden a video comes on and you can see the lights come on and they, and they start to really pay closer attention. Um, so, you know, th- there's all kinds of resources out there um, that have video and, and just finding those and, and taking the time when, in, in the class preparation to uh, seek, those, seek those videos out. Yeah, no, I think one sure. thing we can do with that, you know, um, there's a collective experience when it comes to viewing these things sometimes um, when we can, you know, share a few minutes watching this and then discuss it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I know recently um, the church I worship with uh, on Sunday evenings after worship, we invited anyone who wanted to hang around and watch some episodes of Following the Messiah and we watched a whole episode and then we just, we talked about, you know, what impacted you? Uh, what did you notice that changed your perspective on these things? How would you use this to uh, help share the gospel with your neighbors? And so, I mean, it's just, we, like you said, Wes, we, we respond emotionally to video. And so you, know, you made the point that uh, it, this you know, video has the power to do that. And so when we can share how, it was it affected us emotionally uh it becomes a shared experience for everybody and i think a really empowering thing so it's not just the video that's empowering but it helps us all to connect better uh and i think you're right wes it, it we don't need video um but it's just another way to help illustrate the power of the gospel and if we can get people back to seeing the power of the gospel uh then well i'm, I'm excited at the end of the process that, that we've gotten there yeah and we, and we, you know i think Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to add to that because uh, Justin hit on something that was re- really good. Uh, we found a lot of people who come to us and they think outside the box even before we do with, with uh, the videos. And they say, hey, can we use this in a small group study? Or, you know, I'm mm-hmm. teaching, you know, a homeschool group. Can we use this? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. Because we, that's the way we want it to be consumed. And, and there, there are so many uh, avenues and opportunities to invite some neighbors over or, you know, have, have a group of teens over and, and you use video as the springboard into a, a bigger conversation. Right. Uh, and, and that's where 
it gets really amazing at some of the stuff that will come out of those conversations as people watch the video and then all of a sudden they're discussing the Bible in a way that uh, they previously may not have had knowledge about. Yeah, and I, I love that word conversation, and that's something both of you touched on that I, I think is so important when people use video. I, unfortunately, I've seen video used well, and I've but unfortunately, I've seen it used poorly in in classes, adult classes and teen classes, where maybe a teacher will just you know play a video and that's it, you know, and there won't be any discussion afterwards. <laughs> and you know, and and it really, I, I've seen young people even like check out, even with a good video, yeah. you know. They, they they sort of check out. Whereas if it's you know you watch this and then you discuss it or you you kick it off with the discussion or whatever you know finding ways to to do both. It's not either or. It's not either a lecture or a video um, or a discussion. It it can be all of these things and finding ways to combine these teaching methods and and put it all together so that it becomes a tool for. I love the way you said a, a larger conversation. Well, and I think out of that, Wes is that was where the study guides were born because after the first uh, set of following the Messiah videos, I remember, and this was even uh, predating Justin, I remember sitting around the table with the team at that time and saying, okay, what do we want people to do once they've watched these videos? Because what's going to happen right now is they're going to watch the five episodes and go, well, that was fun. And then maybe flip over to the next thing and the next thing. And we didn't want that to be the case. We wanted them to do more with them. And so we said, well, let's create a study guide. Um, and then, of course, fast forward three years, and the study guide is now an integral part of the of the development process. But it was all because we we didn't want people to just view these as sheer entertainment. Uh, they were meant to be the catalyst for a, a a bigger conversation. Yeah, for sure. So I, I know that you guys probably have lots of of stories, and you shared the story about the lady uh, with with Bethlehem and and reimagining what what Jesus's birthplace looked like. So I'd love to hear any other stories you guys have of of people that that have shared with you how these videos and even the discussion guides have changed their perspective or helped them in their in their walk with with the Lord. Any stories you can share with us? Hmm. Oh man, there's so many good ones. Um, I know that uh, we, we do get people uh, who leave comments uh, through our various channels. And um, one that always kind of strikes me is somebody left a comment saying that they watched the videos and it helped them through a dark time. And uh, we don't know what that dark time was. We don't know where they were spiritually, but uh, somehow when they watched it, it kind of, it, it built them up. And uh, that was such a encouraging thing for our team to to get and to uh, read because it, it nailed it on the head exactly why we were trying mm-hmm. to create this kind of content. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think uh, Barry, Barry Brittle shared something. I think it was Barry. Um, he had received a message from someone who, uh, you know, overseas in the Middle East in a difficult environment, not many Christians around. And they got to view, uh, maybe it was searching for a king and similar to what you're saying, Stu, where it was uh, lifting them up during, during a really difficult time. Um, those, are, those are exciting things because you know that it's booing people up emotionally and redirecting their hearts to Christ in a time of, of hardship. Um, yeah, so, so people get you know, messages like that 
pretty regularly, and that's just another thing to kind of keep us going. There's there's real benefit in material like this getting out there because video does have a power to uh, to affect us in ways that uh, I think just today we consume more video than than anything. It's uh, you know Paul went to the synagogues, he went to the marketplaces. That's where people were, and so where do we go today to to meet people and to share the gospel and, and video yeah. is just one of those, those common meeting places. It is. And I, I can remember our first year um, after one of the events that we, we did, uh, I, I had a high school student come up to me and uh, he was probably 14, 15 years old, but uh, he made an interesting comment. It was kind of, I had to stop and kind of scratch my head, but he said, I, I watched your videos and, and they made the Bible cool again for me. And I thought, oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, wow, I thought the Bible was always cool. But what was interesting yeah. was for his, in his head, he, he had put the Bible in a different place. And whatever cool was for him, whether that was video games or sports or something, uh, the Bible was now in that same category uh, where maybe it wasn't before. And, uh, you know, in some small way, the videos we had created showing him these Bible places the, from, from the Bible um, had helped that. And I thought, well, that was, that's kind of a neat thing because, you know, for a lot of people, unfortunately, the Bible is not quote unquote cool. Uh, it, it may seem irrelevant or uh, out of date or, you know, whatever the case might be, but um, we're able to show that the Bible is extremely relevant and extremely uh, powerful as we've been talking about uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and hopefully change people's minds about that, about the Bible. And I like the way you said that, Stu, is, is we're not we're not trying to make the Bible cool. You know, right. we're, we're trying to show that it is. I mean, or show how relevant it is. There's there's no making the Bible relevant. It's yeah. it is the most relevant piece of literature, the most relevant story available. It's our story. And so if we don't relate to it, then we've got a the problem's with us and, and the problem is with the way we're presenting it. We need to see it for what it is. And this is another way we can kind of connect to today's audience uh, to show that. Right. Yeah. And, and when you combine the fact that uh, you're using the medium of video with the power of the internet and the fact that mm-hmm. you can reach, you know, people in the Middle East, that you could reach people um, all over the world and not just in one moment, but but it's going to stay there and people can continue to be affected by it. You know, it, it's not like, you know, I, I believe in, in preaching. I believe in, in the gathering every week, you know, but, but if a preacher gets up on Sunday morning and he preaches his lesson, um, then maybe those are the only people will, that will ever hear that lesson. Uh, but if it lives on the internet, uh, then people can continue to be affected by God's word uh, for years and years to come all over the world. And so it's just a really amazing time that we live in and these tools that have been put at our disposal to be able to use those uh, to better communicate this awesome message that we have with people. So uh, that leads me to my next question. And and that would be, you know, what are some of the the projects? Maybe we've talked about following the Messiah. We've talked about uh, searching for a king. What are some of the other projects that you have going on right now or that are coming up soon uh, that you want people to know about? Well, we, we are definitely uh, continuing the video uh, approach. And so we've got two new projects uh, related to video that we're going to try and tackle. Um, I'll talk about one, and then I really want Justin to talk about uh, our, our big, I, I call it our big series, but uh, one of our bigger projects. But uh, the first one we're doing is we're, we're doing something called Lessons from the Land, the Gospels. 
And, and um, what's really exciting about this project is the fact that we're actually gearing it for a children's audience. So we're talking second to fourth grade level, um, but it's going to be looking at the Bible lands and a lot of the objects that we've discovered through our travels in the Bible lands um, through their eyes and writing uh, the series at their level. So that way they, uh, they can learn something about these places and, and really take away um, concepts uh, that are on a second to fourth grade level. Because what we discovered was kids as young as second, third, fourth grade were watching Following the Messiah and picking stuff out of it and, and, and consuming it, even though it was not written for them, it was written way above their level. And so we thought, well, we've got the video, we've shot it already, um, you know, why not just uh, write it for them? And so that's what the Lessons from the Land of the Gospels is going to be. And we hope that it's just the first of many uh, children's series uh, about uh-huh. the Bible. So, And then the second one, I'll let Justin talk more about, but it's uh, Trial and Triumph. Uh, geared toward revelation. So, and I'll just say it took us forever to come up with that title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, oh, so many, uh, so many titles are already taken. Um, so, so this project, uh, and sometimes we call it a series, and, and it's, uh, you know, what this turns out to be visually maybe very different than what we've done before. But, um, it is about the seven churches in Asia, uh, in, in modern day Turkey, uh, from the book of Revelation, Revelation 2 through 3. Uh, and it, it, uh, it's not really looking at the book of Revelation as a whole. Uh, we're not getting into a lot of the visions that, that John sees uh, per se. But you know what we talked about a moment before about showing how relevant the Bible is. Here's an opportunity for us to look at the difficulties that the churches during that time faced and sort of walk in their shoes for a little bit, you know, go, go where those churches were, go where those Christians lived, uh, see the kind of uh, temptations they faced, the kind of uh, doctrinal challenges that they faced, the apathy that threatened to seek, uh, just sort of steep in. Um, And then, and then see ourselves there. Because that's where we are. I mean, really, very little has changed since the first century as far as what our spiritual struggles are. Uh, so they went through trials, and the challenge for them, the flavor of Revelation, is is to overcome. And Jesus continues to offer that appeal and to, to challenge them, whoever endures, whoever overcomes, whoever triumphs, here's what you're looking forward to. So yes, you're going to go through these difficult things. Uh, yes, I see some things in your life that need to change, but Jesus is constantly provoking with hope. You can overcome. You can you can do this, and so we want to take that same message to today's Christians and today's churches, and express that same uh, convicting, challenging hope that we will triumph over today's adversities. I think it's easy for us to um, get overwhelmed sometimes with different troubles that we face uh, either individually or in the churches with with whom we take part and it's it's easy to think you know this is just something that i face but when we look at the book of revelation we see other christians going through what we went through or even more difficult situations and that can be that can be really uh, inciting i think for faith 
So I, I'm excited about what we'll see visually through these videos as Jeremy takes a trip over uh, and the whole crew takes a trip over to do this. And it's going to feel a little different. The flavor will be a little different. It, it's going to be more than just showing uh, archaeologically or geographically what those churches' situations were. But we're going to try to relate it more, uh, even more so than we have in the past, to modern uh, living. And so it's it's going to be different. It's going to be really different. Uh, really excited to see what comes out the other end. That's awesome. I'm excited about both those projects. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Any other? Uh, I I hear a rumor that that you guys are thinking about uh, getting into the the podcasting field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um, as I think we talked about uh, earlier. You know, we have done all video at this point, but we. Um, we know that there are other mediums out there that uh, mm-hmm. are just as powerful and effective and, and uh, podcasting being one of those. And so uh, we thought, well, let's, let's see if we can uh, do some podcasts. I mean, you know, part of it is, you know, we're already having these conversations. They're, they're happening amongst our team members. They're happening as we're researching for these projects. So why not put them into uh, an audio form and let people, be a fly on the wall to some of these conversations. But uh, then beyond that, um, there's so many other things to talk about. And uh, podcasting is it allows you to do it. Uh, and it's something that doesn't take a whole lot of production. Um, the technology is amazing that you can have a conversation like we are right now uh, across, you know, hundreds of miles and, and uh, it'd still be seamless. But uh, with video... Yeah. Um, the downside is that the turnaround is very long. You know, you have to uh, shoot it and then edit it and then, you know, release it. And uh, we wanted to be able to do stuff more frequently. And so podcasts helps fill uh, that time uh, in between the video series uh, being released. So, um, and then with Appian Media, we don't like to go small with anything. So we, we said, well, <laughs> why, why not? Why do one podcast when you can do four podcasts, you know? So, um, so yeah, so we've and, got several different uh, ideas in the pipeline. Yeah. And by several, I mean, the, the brainstorm session this last spring, uh, I think we had nine or 10 yeah. ideas on the board. Um, and, you know, not, not a one of them was not exciting Right. to us. I mean, we're all pretty passionate about seeing how each of those ideas could be effective and helpful. Um, but, but the goal is, you know, both with the videos and the podcasts and even the study guide material, it's not to replace personal Bible study and, and personal work through God's word. It's to incite it, it's to get people more excited about it and to um, sort of have a jumping off point mm-hmm. into their own deeper, more meaningful study. Yeah, and I yeah absolutely. I, I was just going to add that I think I, I don't know about you guys, but I know one thing that I've started doing um, as of late when I study is I'm, I'm going and looking for videos that are relevant for my study, obviously, but uh, also looking for podcasts that are relevant because I'll find myself, you know, studying. You know, maybe it's something from the Gospels, and then somebody has released a great podcast that goes deep dive into a chapter in the book of Mark or, or whatever the case might be that I can then pull some insight out from. It, it's almost like the commentaries that we probably all have sitting on our bookshelves where you can open it up and hear it's another man's uh, thoughts and, and words about uh, a particular passage, mm-hmm. but 
Um, it, it's almost like that, except uh, in a more 2019 uh, package. <laughs> yeah. So Stu, yeah, uh, reel me in on the podcast if I'm sharing too much, but do do we want to talk a little bit about what some of those podcasts might look like or sound I, like, I guess? I, no, I say go for it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Let's do uh, it. Yeah, one podcast um, uh, we talked about a number of things. Whether you know Stu and Craig can just kind of talk about the uh, the progress of Appian Media and where we are. Um, one thing that I'm really excited about is doing a podcast, kind of like where Lessons for the Land is for children, um, but a podcast for families where it's sort of just a a Bible devotion. I get a lot of questions from Christians. Uh, how do you how do you read the Bible with your family? How do you do daily Bible devotions, and how do you do family time around God's Word? What does that look like for you guys? And there are a number of things that we do as a family, and that I've learned from others who do things differently and better. And just there are a number of ways to utilize God's Word as a family, um, where we we sort of center around God's Word. You know, when when we talk with our kids, we're you know like Moses tells the people, when you sit down, when you rise up. Uh, we're always incorporating God's word. We're bringing it back to to Jesus, and I think family devotions and Bible times kind of help us to make that normative in our in our homes. And so, one thing that we talked about was just sort of a how to. You know, here, here's a, here's an example, and it wouldn't replace family devotions, but it would sort of be supplemental, uh, maybe even a springboard for people that you can listen in for ten to fifteen minutes of this uh, brief, meaningful unpackaging of God's Word. And you can listen to that on the road, in the car, um, or even in your living room with family, and then shut it off, open your Bibles, and keep going and keep talking about it. And so I'm excited to help maybe families that aren't accustomed to doing Bible discussions regularly, just make that a part of their everyday uh, that's been huge for our family, and I, I hope that that would just continue in other people's homes. Yeah. Well, that's a great idea. Uh, one of the other things that we've talked about doing, um, so Dan Kingsley, our executive producer, and then Barry Britnell, who has hosted a couple of series along with Jeremy, um, it's no secret they are massive Bible land nerds. Um, <laughs> and so um, one of the podcasts we've talked about doing is something specifically about the Bible lands, and it would be digging even deeper into. I think it's actually tentatively called digging deeper, but I it think be, so. Yeah, it would be something um, looking at the places in the Bible lands, um, maybe even talking a little bit about some of the the places that we went on our uh, uh, trips with Appian Media. But then something that's really neat is actually drawing in some of the discoveries that are being made by archaeologists uh, currently. So almost like a current events uh, because of the fact that they're finding stuff in the Bible lands um, all the time that okay. is really relevant to scripture. I mean, I don't know if, uh, if you remember in episode one of Searching for a King, uh, Scott Stripling, the archaeologist that we interviewed, said that 95% of the Bible lands is still uh, underground. So... I mean, there's still a lot of stuff to be discovered. And so potentially bringing in guests and talking about discoveries that are made and, and, and talking about how it applies to the Bible. Um, so that's something that Dan and Barry are cooking up uh, as a podcast as well. And then Justin uh, 
mentioned it, but um, uh, it's we've it's been requested. I don't think either Craig uh, or myself had a vision for doing a podcast, but it's been requested that the two of us, the founders of Appian Media, sit down and talk a little bit about the why of Appian Media and kind of what we're having a discussion about today, honestly, but going into detail about how people can use technology and, and these mediums uh, to help spread God's word and study the Bible for themselves and then doing it in kind of a how-to podcast as well. Um, so those are a few ideas. We've got some other ideas that we're cooking as well. So. Wow, that's fantastic! I could see my my podcast feed getting full already just just from those <laughs> descriptions. I'm, I'm excited to to start downloading them. That's great, guys. Uh, so, if somebody wants to check out Appian Media, where where should they go? So, appianmedia.org uh, is the website, and that's got all the the free videos. It's got links to uh, where you can purchase uh, our study guides for any of the series we have currently available. Um, that would be that would be the place to go if you want more information about Appian Media. As well, um, you can find our videos on all the big services, YouTube and Vimeo. Uh, they're available on, on places like Pure Flix and Right Now Media as well. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We'll definitely be sending people that way. Yeah. And, and, you know, and if Wes, if it's okay, I'd love to talk a little bit about the memberships that we've kind of uh, started yeah. doing. So we sat down, oh, probably six to eight months ago and started talking real seriously about how we can uh, make Appian Media sustainable for the future. And, you know, it started as one video project and we wanted to raise money for one video project, but we've realized that this is so much more than one video. Um, this is, this is a whole bunch of videos and it's a whole bunch of podcasts and it's a whole bunch of study guides and all that, that goes along with that. So we, uh, we talked about how do we actually sustain this into the future instead of constantly going and asking for more money. And we, we came up with this idea of memberships, um, you know, much like your public broadcasting or um, some other places. Um, and so what we want people to do, if, if they value uh, media in their Bible study and, and with, with spreading the word of God, uh, is go to appianmedia.org and check out the memberships. We have them as low as $10 a month. Um, and so really it's uh, pretty sustainable to, um, to be able to look into the future for us. We can see, okay, we have this many members and this is how much we're bringing in on a monthly basis. So we can start planning further down the road uh, for, for future projects. And that's really important for us because we see this as more than just a few video series or a few podcasts that, that last for a few years. We see this as something that goes forever and it's always growing. And as, as uh, new technology is developed, we're, we're, we're advancing right along with that. And so uh, it makes it extremely sustainable. And then beyond that, you know, as a member, there's all kinds of uh, benefits that you get, that, get with that, and including access to the resource room. And then at some of the higher levels, you can even get uh, the license to download the digital versions of our study guide and print those for your Bible classes uh, and, and studies and, and things like that. So uh, we just really see it as a valuable way to uh, not only sustain what Appian Media is doing, but also continue to provide people with resources so that way they can study the Bible. 
I want to thank my church family, the Church of Christ on McDermott Road, and our editor, Travis Pauly, for making this podcast possible. And thank you for listening. If you haven't already done so, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. I also want to invite you to check out Logos Bible Software, who has partnered with us to give our listeners a great discount. Just go to radicallychristian.com slash Logos, L-O-G-O-S. I think you'll love the software and you'll get a great discount by using that link. As always, I love you, God loves you, and I hope you have a wonderful day.